All right, cool. Uh, moving slightly on, on page 295, where it mentions dining by traffic light, as just mentioned. So I'd explain it for the listeners that haven't been able to read the book or unaware of what the traffic light system is. <coughs> so you have green light foods, which should be maximised, and green light foods are unprocessed plant foods. Then you have yellow light foods, which are minimised, and those are processed plant foods and unprocessed animal foods. What just for, what's the definition of processed plant foods? Do we know? Um, and what's unprocessed animal foods? So unprocessed animal foods be your kind of chicken breast. Uh, um, yeah, that's and like, then, whereas processed would be your sausage with the mince and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Do we know what unprocessed plant Unpro- foods are? Pro- I'm trying to think of. Um, Something. An example. Yeah. That's all right. And what was the red? What was the red light? Um, red light foods to be avoided. Well, that this is that Dr. Gregor's opinion. It should be avoided. Is ultra processed plant plant based foods okay. or processed animal foods. So just just to reiterate, green light foods should be maximised, and they're unprocessed plant foods. Yellow light ones are minimised, which are processed plant foods or unprocessed animal foods. And red light foods to be avoided are ultra-processed plant-based foods or processed animal foods. Okay, so I, I might have got something wrong. What was the amber one? Because I asked you what unprocessed plant foods was. Did you, did you say you that? Said you said you wanted to know what processed plant foods was. Oh, sorry, is that in the amber? That is, yeah, the yellow light ones. Okay, all right, no worries. Um, just moving on slightly... Mm-hmm. In regards to the same topic, mm-hmm. but on two nine six, the healthiest diet is the one that maximizes the intake of whole plant whole plant foods and minimizes the intake of animal based foods and processed junk. Do you believe this is fact or fit or opinion? And what is your current take on the healthiest diet? Again, that's either to pee. Mm-hmm. or Mason Pops you want to just so can you repeat that question again I just want to digest that properly and this is a question for everyone listening onto the podcast just to wake you up in case you're not alert French so I'll, re- I'll read out the statement again yeah. so it makes the question a bit more um, valid yeah the healthiest diet is the one that maximises the intake of whole, pl- whole plant foods and minimises the intake of animal based foods and processed junk okay do you believe this to be fact or opinion and what is your current take on the healthiest diet? Okay, I think. Sorry, go on. Just and whole plant foods being your nuts. Yeah. Your cru. What's the? I can never pronounce it. Cruciferous vegetables. Cruciferous. Cruciferous vegetables. Your broccolis and yeah, your, your fibers. Your kales. Yeah. Okay, fine. Do we believe this to be the the healthy? Do you yeah? Do you believe this to be fact or an opinion? Fact. So whole plant foods. Yeah. And minimizing the intake of animal um, based foods. Do you think that's um, the best diet, or what? What's your current take on having right. the healthiest diet? Pox, you were going to start. Um, my answer is quite simple in that I do believe that is the healthiest diet in terms of having more greens. So you believe it's fact? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Think, I think it's fact. Yeah, yeah. I think is more. It the, of the, is it the most tasty? I don't know. That's a question. But I mean, no, no, I know. But it's a question. It's final from, from French's question. Is it the most tasty? Because um, I'm trying to get my head around if every if, all right. So let's just let's play developer. Everyone in the world has access to this book. They've read it. Yeah. Yet they continue to eat your your, your pork loin, mm. your chicken, your chicken burger. Can I answer that question? Can I answer that statement? Sorry. If you come with salmonella in your pork loin, then cool. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with salmonella. All right. Take salmonella. Away. You've cooked it. But you, know, but there is, you can't take it away because it's in there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You can't, you can't take it away. You cooked it beyond sixty-five degrees, whatever it is, okay. for uh, for the certain period which kills all diseases. You all right. s- now you're eating your, you know, your big pork hot dog. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So you tell me. So you tell me what? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me the question I just asked you. The question. If everyone's got access to this book. They know that there's studies in there which are proving to say a whole plant-based food diet is healthier than what you're eating now with all those meats. Why would you continue to eat your chicken breast burger, your big hot dog, your frankfurter, your... What's them German things Frankfurt. called? Frankfurters. The, what, the, the skinny ones? Or are they big yeah. ones as well? They yeah, call they them brockwurst or something like that. Yeah, the big ones know. must be brock and then small ones. Right, you continue to eat that BS. Yeah. You tell me why would you consider to do, why would you continue to do that? And it relates back to my question about is it the tastiest? Alright, cool, I'm glad you said that. Because what I believe, I think everything is down to habit. And I think I don't know if you've noticed this, but I mean I don't want to say people that are a bit more well off, but I mean 
can say if you want. Yeah, I'll say people a bit more well off, right? So I don't know if you've looked at people's, dare I say, their packed lunches and stuff like that. So if you look at people who are a bit more well off, mm-hmm. who've come from that type of background. I don't you... go into schools and look at packed lunches. No, no, but I mean, okay, all right, cool. But if you're a bit more aware of some of the stuff that you're dare I say some of your friends eat yeah. they, some of them may actually tend to eat things that are a bit more healthy some of them might be a bit more into fruit mm. might be a bit more into nuts might be a bit more into yogurts and all that type of stuff is this something you've seen with your own eyes yeah but just in growing up and all that type of stuff these are yeah. things that I think so, that, so you think it's the wealth thing you don't think it's just what uh, a bit of because wealth education thank you because that's yeah. what I was going to go with but at the same time I think these things are all habits so if you're eating these things from a, from a young age yeah. um, you're going to come into a habit where that is actually suited to your taste buds whereas I've been used to having I'm, I've actually been used to having well I'm not going to say poor foods but I mean I've had decent <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what I'm looking for is a bit more a bit more I'm looking for a bit more balance if that makes any sense balance so, balance yeah. yeah so I mean in my household red meats and stuff like that was dare prevalent. I say the norm prevalent yeah. chicken all that type of stuff whereas these are things that I'm now trying to cut out of my diet whereas eating yogurt wasn't a, wasn't really a thing unless it was corn was it fruit corn or yeah I don't eat yogurt yeah. yeah so like I mean unless it was that and I'm not talking about with fruit I'm talking about with the chocolate balls yeah, yeah, and all that yeah, type yeah. of stuff <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I lived that now. Yeah, yeah well, that. I'm trying to think. Um, there's more stuff I can probably add to that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm very aware in terms of yo, Jack over there's eating um, fruit nuts. He's got fruit medley. Yeah. He's got he's got carrots and and, and cucumber in there. Yeah. You, did you peel Jack? No, 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 no. <laughs> that wasn't my lifestyle either. But okay. I was very aware no, of what for some nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but I was very aware. Ford. Oh, I've got ten pounds. Give me your nuts. I want them cashews. <laughs> pause, but, pause, I was, pause. But, I was, but I was very aware of what I was eating yeah. and maybe what he was eating. If that makes any sense, I just yeah. believe it's a case of literally just get yourself into a routine. It's funny because we only bumped. We bumped into that dude in um, Tesco. Or whatever you probably want. I love Tesco's. You got shares anyway, and stuff. Anyway, go on. It's, it's my local. Anyway, it's my local. <laughs> local. It's my local. Yeah. And the guy that was when's saying, your local as well? It is my new local. <laughs> Popped up the other day. Yeah. Anyway, the guy on there was, I mean, we were having a laugh between us saying um, it's about um, step by step, step by step. Yeah. Again, it's a step by step process. Yeah, Once you, you remove one thing and then gradually you get used to another, and then hopefully with a bit more time, you know what I mean? Well, it becomes... Laura said the same thing. She said it's a gradual process. She went from vegetarian to veganism yeah. and for the last year. It's a gradual, you can't just. Yeah, um, just cold turkey. Turkey. I think some cold. people can. I know people that actually have. I wouldn't say like that, but yeah. it was a process, but their yeah. process was very quick. It's funny because yeah. I know it, let, it goes on to let us talk about your psychology and not yeah, too far along down the line. So. Um, yeah, did you want to answer it in regards to the actual question? Do you believe this to be fact or opinion? And what is your current take on the healthiest diet? Even though, even though I gave Poco a hard time, he was actually quite good. Yeah, um, no, 100%. Yeah, and um, definitely it's. I can't say where it's fact or opinion because I'm basing it I haven't read any books that kind of support the vegan movement mm-hmm. um, I've only read this one so if I'm going off this book yes it all plays glossy but you, when we later on come to do a book review I'll give my opinion on the book yeah, the yeah. author and so on yeah. um, I mean as I said touch wood I haven't got any kind of disease or anything and I've I've had lived a life where I've eaten me I've eaten yeah. um, I've, you know I've eaten, I've, eaten, I've eaten a range of foods I'm not just stuck to plant based or yeah, you know, um, non meat or whatever. I eat a range yeah. of foods, and I'm still. I believe I'm relatively, relatively healthy. I don't know yeah. what my cholesterol levels are like. So I yeah. don't go into that much depth. Yeah, you feel good. Yeah, I feel okay. Mm. So at the moment, I can't say whether it's the, whether it's um, fact or yeah, fact or fiction. What yeah. I would say is the evidence in this book is is really really good. It yeah. kind of supports the movement that the author's trying to make. Yeah, and yeah, it'll be. I mean. It it does help to raise awareness, and it does definitely when when I'm going into like my local food store, which might not be Tesco's Pocker, <laughs> or um, or um, you know a takeaway, or whatever. It will influence my decision on what I eat, and yeah. that's the, that is the, the truth. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I would say on the subject. Politician mode. <laughs> Sorry, just very very quickly. Um, just kind of not summing up. That was a very good answer. Very yeah. safe answer. Um, in that, I think. In that I've worked in the sport industry for a long time, I've gradually felt a difference in the way my body works. Yeah. So that's the reason why I've kind of made a decision, dare I say, on what type of foods I want to kind of like, um, um, not ingest, that's a bit too strong, but I mean, yeah. foods that I want, yeah, I want foods that I actually want to consume. Yeah. In that, I'm 32 years of age. 
dare I say, three, four... Yeah. You be careful how many stats you're giving up. You've got a Wales and Tesco's now, you're 32, people can start working on who you are. I'm strong. <laughs> Strong-minded. Anyway, so like, I'm sure, I mean, three, four, dare I say, I'll be 35 in three years, 40 in seven years. Yeah. Boy, I'm trying, or eight years, I'm trying to be, I wanna, basically, I want to I wanna be a bit more healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not long down, it's not long down the road. It'll be long, it won't be long before your body starts playing up and starts breaking down. I want to make sure I'm in a position where that is not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. French, don't move on. Same question. The same question is aimed at you, pal. This guy, he's the worst out of all of us, guys. Um, I don't know what you're talking to our podcast, about. To our podcast, some um, followers. French, you would have noticed. French, yes, we like French to kind of dictate the, the kind of movement with the questions, but we still want him to give his opinions. <laughs> Um, I think you guys kind of covered. Oh no, Parker, can we can we have a rule where French either French answers the question first, or the one thing he's not allowed to say is I think you guys kind of covered it. You call you said my answer was safe. That oh. is that that answer there is flipping um you know sixteen digits safe code locked. It's ridiculous. Airtight, boy. Exactly. There's nothing wrong it's, with airtight. There's a vault around French. He's playing with his iPad. He's trying to move on. <laughs> Do you know what though? I'm mm. looking at the time and I think the next Don't worry about the, the time. We can break this down the into The next question two, three, is actually don't, a, don't good, a good question. Okay. And it is resulting into actually something that uh, we discussed with Laura. You're answering so, it first, by the way. So, so let me yeah, quickly, make it a good one. Let me push on. Juicy one. <laughs> As a result of these conflicts of interest concluded in an analysis in the Food and Drug Law Journal, the guidelines sometimes favour the interests of the food and drug industries over the public's interest in accurate and impartial dietary advice. So do you think big food corporations will always have a monopoly on how we view and treat food? Amazing question, French. I love your opinion. <laughs> I can't, love your I can't opinion. answer I my own question. All right, give me that <laughs> I would love your opinion on Come that. Come on, someone jump off and I'll jump in after. Uh, no, I really would love your opinion on that. So, P, do you want to answer the question first? <laughs> I'm going to I'll, 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 I'll answer. <laughs> you are not serious. Look, I'll answer after, trust me. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I swear to you, man. Come on. All right, go, Pete. Right, cool. Um, I'm sure I might... Go on. I'm sure I might have obviously a bit more to add to it, but I mean, my personal opinion, I think as long as we continue to feed off information people actually provide us and don't actually go and research information as to actually what's best to us, what's best for us yeah um then i think we'll always be at the mercy of whether it's dietitians um those who are prescribing drugs etc etc or your big chain super, or your big chain supermarkets, supermarkets, supermarkets you know well. and the wenzels and this sorry go on and you tesco's, help and tesco's. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely got shares oh, this guy is shares. plugging um, do I think that the big corporations will always have a monopoly? Well, to be um, to be frank, I think they do. But I would also like to say, I would like to think that the small companies and independent companies have a space in in what we eat and how we eat. Because I've seen a lot more independent um, plant-based stores and plant-based restaurants and vegan restaurants popping up. That oh, yeah, name a few. Um, there's one two 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 um, that I went to the other day in Fulham. Plug. Uh, there's another one, uh, simply vegan. That's another one also in Fulham. Um, plug plug. So there, there, there are there are more, but I'm not gonna list the whole name no, of. No, that's fine. That's fine. But I know you're trying to test me no. to see if you could pick me out. There, so. Oh, then you pass that one. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Oh, but um, I really do this. Get <laughs> <laughs> me really on the roads, but um, yeah, I, 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 in general, yes, the big food corporations yeah. definitely have a monopoly. Yeah. It's a, it's a money game. It's a numbers it's, game. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think if people actually want to do the due diligence and actually investigate and actually look at what what foods that they're eating and really see what's better for their health, then at some point the, the the people at the top are going to have to change their ways in terms of what they're promoting and how they're promoting it because it, it's us at, at the end of the day that dictate what actually happens but if we stay mm, if we stay ignorant point. if we stay ignorant to, to the to the knowledge in regards to what's going to be healthy and what's not going to be healthy we're going to constantly just take what we've been pushed what's getting pushed down our throats good point friend. Good it's funny because I believe ignorance is the order of the day so um, why do you believe that? I think people live with ignorance. 
People don't like to go do their own research. People like to turn a blind eye, all that type of stuff. It happens yeah. all day, every day. Yeah, it's laziness. It's that, well, that, lazy. we, that's a... I mean, I, the word I use is ignorance, but I mean, lazy is probably... might be a bit more of an accurate word as to um, what I'm looking for, but I don't think ignorance is too far away. I think people would love to turn a blind eye. I mean, I know there was something in regards to... Um, I think a guy saying that Coca-Cola was um, had had health... Um, health benefits to it, in that I had water yeah. and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But if if you're if you're buying it, I'm selling it. Yeah. What about you, Mace? Um, I think you hit the nail on the head, French. I I think, and do you know what? There's a couple of things. So, I've been to Thailand a couple of times, and mm. I think I've, you might have heard me say this before in our own private chats. But the first time I went to Thailand, and the second time I went to Thailand was so different. It was only about a three or four, I think it's about a four or five year gap. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I bring up Thailand is because this is the most um, prevalent example I can give. Yeah. When the first time I went to Thailand, I loved it because of its authenticity. Um, there wasn't your big brands, your big chains over there. Mm-hmm. The second time I went, and I'm going to mention the chains, not because I want to promote or anything, but just because it's good. For, I think it's good for our listeners to know, and, and it will help paint a picture. Mm-hmm. I saw a Seven Eleven, which is still in Asia, is still pretty prevalent. I know yeah. we don't see it much over here, where yeah. we live in London. Yeah. And I saw McDonald's, and everywhere, like in Bangkok mainly, but every, like everywhere when I went, and it was so bad that I remember seeing them across the road from each other, thinking they're literally a yeah. hundred yards away from each other, and there's one like as in a Seven Eleven and a Seven Eleven, and it was just like, why have I come here? That's how I felt, and I shouldn't yeah. feel like that. I'm yeah. driving halfway across the road mm. for a new and different experience. I want to learn things. I want yeah. to see different things. Yeah. And seeing that, get put it down on my holiday. Yeah. And I say that in that over here, when you say about the big chains, big companies, mm-hmm. it boils down to finances. Yeah, of course. Do you think a Tesco's, um, and I don't want to plug them, but it's just because Pox put them up. Do you think a Tesco's is ever going to go bust in this country? No, never. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think a Tesco's? It's even now. But then saying that, yeah. we we did have Safeways. Remember Safeways that turned yeah, into Morris. Morris. Okay. Yeah. So something will happen. It's just yeah, like yeah, which, yeah, which yeah, bank? Yeah, which yeah, bank yeah, did yeah, the government true. bail out? I can't remember now. But it might been RBS. Right. If you're a big institute, some kind of corporation in this yeah. country, that the government know is poor, is getting shitloads of money via taxes, via you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think the government, it's in the government, in this country's interest to see them go bust? Of course not. So that's how you have to think about it. And the older I get, the more I want to support your independent stores. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't realise it. When you're young, you don't think yeah. about the bigger vision, the bigger picture. Yeah. When you, or your local, your local, this new local, local Tesco's, your local Waitrose plug, yeah. your local, your locals are now popping up. Yeah. So the average guy that has the news agents that's been in your street corner for 20 years that you know as Mo or whatever yeah, his name yeah, is, yeah. he's yeah. disappearing. Yeah. And you I didn't realise how important yeah, that was. Yeah, but it's, it's It's like, like, where we live now, it doesn't have that... It, it, I mean, it's scarcely had what I was growing up, but it doesn't have that town or village effect we say morning to everyone because you yeah. know them. Yeah. That's Mo that owns the butchers. That's such yeah. and such that owns the news. Yeah. No, that's Tesco's. Yeah. And they've got your butchers. They've got your news. They've got everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it, it's quite sad. And the yeah. older I get, the more I will support. And I, I mean, I'm from an African Caribbean heritage, and even now, even when I think about takeaways and stuff, mm. I try and support my own. Yeah. Like I'll no, I, I like other foods, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, but of course. I'll also think, oh, should I go and you know, should I go there to this big known you know yeah. Nando's say, yeah. or should I just go and pay that pound extra and support them because I yeah. know you know it's hard work, it's grind, it's them by themselves, and yeah. I will do it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. go and do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> what does whole food plant-based mean exactly can anyone answer yeah once I get my notes up <laughs> <laughs> alright while well, P's getting his notes up because I already got mine prepared mm-hmm. uh, on page 302 mm-hmm. um, a guide basically details what, what it is answers the question and it states the plant-based diet a healthier way to eat well from a plant-based a plant-based diet, a healthier way to eat. The authors define a plant-based diet as one that excludes animal products completely, but they make sure to note, if you find you cannot do a plant-based diet 100% of the time, then aim for 80%, 80-20. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any movement towards more plants and fewer animals products can improve your health. 
Um, did you want to add to that thought, Pete? Yeah, I mean, if that was pretty much you. I mean, yeah. I think we've kind of discussed this, I think, um, with Laura, and I think we discussed this amongst ourselves, and I don't necessarily have, dare I say, a view on what necessarily plant-based actually means, but I mean, the notes I took from it is, sometimes people have, like, a real religious kind of um, feel in regards to their diet and stuff like that, and there's no real flexibility. So, yeah. obviously, at this moment in time, I'm vegetarian. Obviously, I would like to be vegan, but at this moment in time, I have to accept yeah. that I am a vegetarian, yeah. and within the confines of being vegetarian or certainly wanting to become vegan, mm-hmm. M&M's are involved, Mr. <laughs> Kipling's are involved. I, I can see Mr. Kipling's over and, there. And, 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 and foods of that nature. But I mean, this is all in the transition to Listen, people, yeah? Let me tell you something. You want to catch pee, yeah? Just hang about at his local, one of his local supermarkets. I could even narrow down the aisle, okay? It'll be the sweets and confectionery, or it's gonna be your bakery aisle. Simple as that. You will not catch him on the nuts and gluten-free <laughs> section. <laughs> and I think there's one or two other bits and pieces mentioned in there. Actually, sometimes people have like an all-or-nothing kind of syndrome in terms of in that either they're all in or they or they're all out. If that makes any sense. Like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to. Um, I think it's what you do on a kind of like day-to-day basis yeah. that obviously counts towards obviously how healthy you're going to be. Obviously you can treat yourself from time to time in regards to, as it says here, I think this is a pepperoni pizza, which is not on the agenda for my, someone like myself. Um, <laughs> but we're talking about a Mr. Kipling and the M&M's, M&M's and stuff like that, then then you're fine. You've got no really problem, no real problem with that. But what I would say actually, because there was an example here, I think, I think he was talking about, he says, from a nutrition from a nutrition standpoint, the reason I don't like the term vegetarian or vegan is that they only, so they're only defined by, sorry, they're only defined by what you don't eat. When I used to speak on college campuses, I would meet, um, I would meet vegans who appeared to be living off French fries and beer. Vegan, te- vegan technically, but not exactly health promoting. Yeah, and what I will yeah, say yeah, is, yeah, yeah. there point, was a time point, period, there was a time period where I was vegetarian. All right, well, I not was, I was yeah. vegetarian at the time, mm-hmm. and my diet was waning in terms of it was moving left, right, and center, and I was eating. What do you call it? I was definitely eating McDonald's fries. Yeah. And there's someone and cheesy melts from McDonald's. <laughs> Tell you right now, minimum five times. Yeah, promoting the big brands again. But anyway, no, 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 no. But I'm being honest. That's it's about honestly. So yeah. five times out of a week. So yeah. over a two week period, I was I was definitely five times it. in a week. What I'm, I'm being honest. It was just it yeah. was a, it was my go to. So you were seeking out McDonald's. If I was on the way back from somewhere, uh, 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 yeah, my dog's on A40 now. They're, they're my, everywhere. So, yeah, everywhere. Well, not, well, there's tons of uh, McDonald's on A40s. But I mean, like, boom, I was in there. Got them cheesy melts, got them, them large fries, Christ. 230 something, and I was good, mate. But yeah, I'm working progress. Okay. French, what's your opinion? Um. Uh, well, you haven't given us a definition or breakdown of whole whole plant based food. I did. Yeah. That was that's the first thing I done. What did you do? No, you asked the question and we moved on. No, I answered. I answered the question myself. Firstly, what did you say? Do you want me to read out the statement again? Yeah, because I don't remember you reading it. And the authors there. define a plant based diet yeah. as one that excludes animal products completely, but they make sure to note if you find you cannot do a plant based diet. Oh, sorry. Of the yeah, time, yeah, eight percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Again, fully prepared. That Hennessy boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. So, again, I think we we touched on the topic slightly, but it's it's in regards to preparing yourself for healthier habits. Yeah. And this is on page 303. There's a concept in psychology called decision fatigue that marketers use to exploit consumers. Do you ever wonder why supermarkets stack the junk food at the checkout counter? And this is not a question, this is just a statement. statement. And after wading through the 40,000 items in the average supermarket, we end up with less willpower to resist impulse purchases. Have any of you heard of the, until now, the decision fatigue? Um, not, not that not that term or f- f- term of reference or phrase, but yeah. I've definitely, I know about um, how where to place products to make the most eye-catching and appealing to customers, especially when they're on offer. I know about all that, like yeah. marketing. It's yeah. just like a marketing tool. Yeah. So I know about that, but I haven't heard of ever. I don't trust an American phrase, but I've never heard of that actual okay. that actual phrase. But I know definitely about where to place products. Yeah. And um, brands will pay more as to where on the shelf their product is placed. It's funny though, because I actually went to go do a bit of shopping for a holiday and um, I was getting to the tail and there's a clothes shop or whatever or not. Yeah. But I was getting to the till 
then you saw these like sweet products and all those, and this is what it's referring to. You got the decision fatigue. So I didn't actually want anything in that aisle, but I found myself looking at things like, what could I possibly, if anything takes my eye, I am going to buy it. Do you and notice, exactly do you you notice it always tends to be relatively cheap as well? Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. Oh, it's it's like a pound. It's only a pound. It's only a pound. pound. Or I know what you're talking about. Pounds, so I don't want to see the... I don't want to say the brand is in the room in terms of the bag and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, I've definitely had that problem. In regards to like supermarkets though, I can't say I, I have those problems. I know you would believe otherwise with yeah. some of the stuff that I do buy, but um, some of the stuff that they put on them shelves don't really appeal appeal to me. Unless you're talking about those big middle aisles like um, in the middle of the super... In the, in, sorry, no, I'm the talking about the very end as you're getting to the checkpoint. Nah, man. Them silly little the chewing gums the and all them up. Yeah, they all have chewing gums. Yeah, you're you're yeah. one of flakes and all that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Chewing gum maybe, but any them other crap. I'm but certain, certain supermarkets, those foods are actually the healthy foods. Like, I'm not going to start name-dropping like Pete. Yeah. But certain... certain um, I'd say they're the, 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 the cheaper supermarkets actually do the healthier foods just before... You, uh, You're right. Pay for if you if you know who I'm yeah. talking about, yeah. So that's a funny one because I do actually buy this as well. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I, I find myself, but it's like it's a good. It's almost like a positive way to end your. Ah, uh, I know which one it is. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. There's, there's which one a couple is. of them on the self service checkouts when you go in there. Th- there's who. You're yeah, about. I know which yeah, one I know which one is exactly which one you're talking about. But um, <clears throat> my moving slightly onto Damn, tennis is good, boy. Smooth, isn't it? Yeah, it's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling myself as vegan. Nice man, this is good. But on on page three ten, three hundred and ten, uh, it goes into Doctor Gregor's or Doctor Gregor's daily dozen. Um, I'll read them out. And this is this is basically what the the author of the the book, along with um, Gene Stone, they suggest this is what you should be having on a daily basis: three uh, servings of beans, one serving of berries three servings of other fruits, one serving of cruciferous vegetables, one serving of flax seeds, one serving of nuts, one serving of spices, one serving of whole grains, no, three servings of whole grains, five beverages and one bout of exercise. Five beverages? Meaning what? Drinks water? We'll, we'll get, we'll get okay, to that. Okay, fine. Um, so starting off with the beans, I mean, we're not going to go into every single Dude, thing of his fine, daily yeah. dozen, but... Yeah. We'll touch on some of the ones that I think was more prominent. So, Dr. Um, G, I'm going to call him Dr. G from here on forward. Dr. G's favourite beans include, but I'm not sustaining too, black beans, black-eyed peas, butter beans, conelleni beans, chickpeas, and so on and so forth. Mm. You get the best of both worlds with beans, all while enjoying foods that are naturally low in saturated fat and sodium and free of um, cholesterol. A report by 21 top cancer researchers, one of the um, chief summary cancer prevention recommendations is to eat whole grains and legumes, and legumes being beans, split peas, chickpeas or lentils with every meal. Um, And further on from that, uh, as I said, was going to go into a bit more with you, Pete, um, soya. Now, if you don't know, soya beans are probably the beans Americans are most comfortable with incorporating in their breakfast. Soya milk, for instance, has grown into a billion dollar business. What do you think the cause and rise is down to in regards to soya being now a billion dollar business? That's a very good question. Billion dollars, that is incredible. I right? do believe that. that is in- yeah, believe no, that. it's incredible though. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with maybe cost in regards to maybe harvesting it maybe. It might be a silly one, but... I have to put that there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's all I can think of at this moment in time. What about you? Man? What about you, French? I was gonna answer, but um, I just I can't I can't speak specifically for soya, but I definitely know there's there's almost been this euphoric rise in healthy promoting healthy eating. Um, promoting soya-based products, promoting corn, those these kind of things. Uh, there's mm. even like a there's a famous. Uh, well, I like him, so I'm gonna I'm gonna plug him. Mo Farah, he does a corn-based yeah. advert. He's done a few. There's definitely been a, a rise in this kind of thing. Mm. Um, I think that is all attributed to 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 the rise in the soya-based foods, which is obviously seeing that industry just rocket into a billion-dollar industry. Yeah. Apart from that, I can't I can't think of anything. I mean, but it's, it's it's funny because like. 
as I was saying earlier, I, I had soya mint. I've been having a lot of soya mints over the past couple of days, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there thinking, well, how does soya turn into mints? I know that. I mean, I mean, I mean, it may sound like a stupid question. But yeah. I mean, I have read some bits and pieces, but mm-hmm. obviously with the Hennessy, I'm struggling to um, <laughs> break down, give you give you a proper answers. I have read it a little bit, yeah. but I mean, as to where the soya and mints. And where does where do the two marry up as such? But I mean, the only as I mentioned before, the only answer I can really give at this moment of time is due to maybe cost. But at the same time, it might be it's like black eyed black eyed peas. I mean, can you imagine that being a milk? Do you know what? Sorry, guys, I've got a question which is very very loosely linked. Can you remember? Can you remember where this all this healthy eating and soya and corn where it all stemmed from? Because I know when I was 10, 11, this wasn't prevalent. It was no, hard to find, it? and I can't remember. Where's Can anyone think where's, where, where it's kind of stemmed from? I don't know why it's kind of risen. I mean, in regards to where is it stemmed from, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just... We had a lot of scandals at one point with the horse meat. Before that, we had the, the, the pig. What was it? Something? It was something to pigs. Yeah. There was a breakout. I mean, you had the mad cow disease. Mad cow disease. We had, we've had a few things. What's the one with a pig caught the cold in it? I don't yeah. know. There's been a lot of things around that. I know that. But where is it? It's just kind of... I think it's global awareness. But yeah, again, right. I think it's part and parcel with what you were just saying in regards to the different diseases. And I think it's... A global consciousness in terms of we generally want to be eating healthier like do, I don't know if you I mean it's it's very uh, widespread amongst the, the Afro and Caribbean um, communities that but is, you're getting a lot yeah. of people dying from these kind of yeah. these cancers and these yeah. kind of diseases so when when we're when we start looking at it in a bit more detailed, we're kind of think, okay, so what what's the actual causes of these? And what we tend to be finding is it's our diet. So therefore, we're gonna start looking at our diet, and therefore, again, the the manufacturers are also they've got their ears to the ground. They know what's going on. So if they can pick up a trend before it's actually a trend and make a buck out of it, that's why you're getting a soya a soya business that's now a billion dollar business because they've heard from the underground it's like cool well we know this is sustainable food it's cheap to make let's market it in such a way that it's gonna have so many xyz benefits that is people are gonna not initially jump on a bandwagon but as anything else you say it enough times and people believe it mm-hmm. so and that's not to say that's not just to discredit soya and say that it's unhealthy but when you've got a, a powerful marketing tool and what's a better marketing tool than um, actual results when you're getting people that are actually coming off their meds because they're on a plant-based diet and they're having soya milk and they're having soya mints and things like that, that's going to make you, that's a word of mouth that's much more powerful, 10 times more powerful than seeing it being promoted on the billboard or hearing it on the radio mm-hmm. or seeing it on the TV. Mm-hmm. When someone actually tells you directly this product made me feel like this, you're going to go and buy it. You're not going to watch a TV and hear it because you'll be like, oh, it's just a TV. They're going to say that. When you know Billy from up the road that's lost £10 from eating soy and mint for the last month, you can be like, boy, I want some of what Billy's got. Yeah. So therefore, that's 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 the way that I think it's it's been happening. I'm not going to argue with you, boy. Yeah, that was a very good <laughs> answer. I would say, I mean, yeah. I know things come in fads and stuff like that, so I'm going to say, like, um, from... When did I start going to the gym? Um, from 2001-ish kind of thing. I'm not saying necessarily everyone else started going to the gym from then. <laughs> everyone else started going to the gym from then. <clears throat> but I can only... I can only <laughs> I, how old are you? 2000... <laughs> this guy, he's lucky, he's lucky and older. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, so I like, see from t- 2001 um, a lot of my group dare I say started yeah. going to the gym obviously a little bit more kind of thing and well, say, man's not part of your group I never went to no gym yeah we, we, anyway <laughs> so anyway so a lot of people my age that's what I meant a lot of people yeah. my age started going to gym obviously a bit, a bit so we're a bit more health conscious and started yeah. going to gym a little bit more dare I say 5-10 years later than that obviously there's only so long before you're starting to think to yourself um What's next? I've been pumping these weights for God knows how long. I've been on this treadmill. Yeah. I've been on this um, cross trainer, etc., etc. What else is going to get me to the next level, kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And obviously, there you go. They're not there you go, but then obviously that um, brings about the, the introduction of diets and stuff like that. Not that diets have not always been a thing, okay. but you know, then people start looking for the next best thing. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Now people are saying diet is the best way to um, like diet is eighty percent of your yeah. 
You're training. Yeah, you're training, and twenty and twenty percent of your. Anyway, you get my point. Yeah, no, definitely. Again, if you want to revert it to to going to the gym, as with a lot of things, I think it's information. If you don't have the information, you're going to be quite ignorant to it. Like a lot of people that go to the gym don't tend to stretch, but not knowing how important stretching is. Yeah. And for me, someone that's done like a, I've done a sports therapy degree in university, and I know that how imperative that stretching is and I'm someone that's actually studied it but I still don't take it as serious as what I should do but for those that don't haven't studied that degree and they're not in the the the, the, the information circle where they can get that kind of direction in terms of having stretching as part of your routine they're going to be totally unaware do you know what I mean so again it goes back to um, not not necessarily ignorance, but just being unaware of certain information. Moving on slightly to lentils. On page 320, did you know lenses were actually named after lentils as lens is lentil in Latin, for all you that didn't know? Um, lentils are so rich in pre prebiotics that they create a feast for your friendly flora which in turn feed you right back with a beneficial compound such as propionate that relax your stomach and slow the rate at which sugars are absorbed into your system. Mealtime options can include dishes like bean burritos, chili, pasta, bread beans and rice, minestrone, Tuscan white bean stew and black bean lentil or split pea soup. Now clearing the air about beans. Has anyone experienced excessive flatulence from eating beans? What's flatulence? Sorry, brother, but you need to break this down to layman's terms for me. Farts, gas. Um, I don't think I don't think I eat enough beans to have experienced the words you used. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, and that's the honest truth. Okay, what about you? I, I know. Hold on. I'll, I yeah, know that. Um, why do I feel gassy? That might just be my, my mother's cooking. All so right. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> what about you, Pete? Yeah, I've had a lot of soy in so the past couple of days, so I don't know Go on. Oh, so you're talking about lentils? <laughs> I'm talking about beans. 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 Yeah, soy no. beans. Okay, go on. You said soy mince, but... No, go on, go on. Yeah, I'm assuming they're the same damn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I like I'm going crazy. <laughs> this guy. He listed the bees he's talking about. But anyway, go on. Okay. All right. Have I experienced it? Yes, I have experienced it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. So it's noticeable then when you eat so more yeah. beans, you can feel you definitely are letting. Yeah, I mean, because more of bi- well, not bi- it's bi- like bi- a turbine. <laughs> you want to turn I mean, I don't generally. Ha- I mean, I haven't. I don't generally have a lot of beans, but I mean, yeah. over the past three, four days, I've had a lot of soya mints, yeah. and in so, I have felt a bit gassy. Okay. Um, me, personally, I, I stopped eating a particular named um, beans. Can you name it, please? Heinz? You said it. Um, it's a baked. Baked beans, yeah. I don't like baked beans. I used to eat them all the time. They was part of the English breakfast fry-up and all that stuff. Um, I noticed since I've had to cut it out of my diet personally and eggs because they did make me flatulent and used to give me a lot of gas so that's for me personally that I've I've definitely experienced it but the reason why I brought that up was on page 323 the researchers concluded that people's concerns about excessive flatulence from eating beans may be exaggerated now from a personal opinion as I said um, I don't agree Okay. Um, moving on slightly though, on three on three two five, lagoon consumption is associated with a slimmer waist and lower blood pressure, and randomised trials have shown it can match or beat out calorie cutting for slim tummy fat as well as improving the regulation of blood sugar, insulin levels, and cholesterol. Do you think this shouldn't be? Do you think this should be used to help people who struggle with their weight? It's a good point. And I think it it, 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 uh, it lends to a wider argument within the book mm-hmm. about na- about um, the type of diet people are on and the link the links to their weight and then the links f- 
further associated to um, any diseases or kind of um, problems they might health problems they might have with their weight because of that. Does that all make sense? Sorry, I know I went about it in a convoluted way. Yeah, somewhat. So yes, I mean, I do think. I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but mm. I don't. When they're prescribing these drugs, I don't know how much information they give out about your diet and what you can do with your diet, which would mean I do not have to prescribe these drugs for you. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? No. Yeah. So I can't. I don't know. But definitely, if I was a patient who had issues with my weight and issue, and because of that, it linked to my health, mm-hmm. I would want all the information. I just, I wouldn't want just want a prescription saying take two of these. Yeah. These will make you feel a little bit better. It's one big drug lord passing on to a small time drug. <laughs> Small time, small time dealers just pass on to me. I'm not listening to him no more. Get my soya beans in there. And my spinach. As I was saying, mm. yeah, I wouldn't, I definitely, what this book's done for me is, it's just helped with awareness and I think that's the key. Yeah. Give me the option. Let me make my own decision. If I still want to take those drugs that will make me feel better for six hours and I need two more after, mm. That's on me, but give me the option. Make me aware. Yeah. So I think that's important. I don't know how trained how trained our medical services teams, doctors, GPs are in this country where they mm. can speak about the importance of health and what you can eat in your diet to prevent you having to come back to get this prescription for these drugs. But do you think that goes back to having a private care versus NHS care? I've never had a private care, bro. I know, but yeah. neither have I. So yeah. that's what my point is. Because yeah. I find with... I can, as I said, I've I can only I've already had the experience of having an NHS doctor, but I would assume with a um, private doctor, it's a lot more fine tuned to you personally, and they're not rushing you out the door to get the next person in to sign another prescription. Do you know what I mean? Because I find with, especially I think it, we made a point in the first episode, uh, the first part of the book in regards to one of the questions was, do you trust um, what your doctor tells you? And a lot of people don't, I find, especially nowadays, because the doctors want to just sign a prescription and give it to you and keep it moving. They're not going to spend time to break down, this is the reason why I'm giving you these um, these drugs, or if you don't choose to have these drugs, having these foods will have the same benefits as these drugs. You know what, I've not, obviously, I've not had private care, and if I'm honest, that's something I've been actually thinking about for a long, long time, um, but haven't actually probably um, done enough research into it. Mm-hmm. But I would love to know actually whether I mean what the exact difference is in regards to the NHS mm. and also and private care. Like I mean, I'm not saying anyone on private care is going to be given information in terms of. I think they will issue. be. I'm thinking no, that's what I think. I would like to believe they would do. Yeah, right? Because I, I think once you're once you're, you're paying, paying for it, yeah, once you're paying for it. I think you're going to get a totally different service because yeah, if you don't definitely. like the service you're receiving, then you're going to walk away. It's similar to like public and private schools. In yeah, this, in this yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I do believe that. I mean, oh, I believe I believe that's the type of service you would get. So, I mean, obviously with the NHS, obviously because it's, there's a huge and heavy load mm. and with the NHS, by and large, it's in and out kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, with private care... Um, so private healthcare, yeah. Um, obviously, they want you there longer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Particularly if you're passing on um, like good knowledge, um, yeah. then why wouldn't you stay there a little bit longer? Yeah, but at the same time, you're going to be able to get screenings, this and another third, in regards yeah. to any potential illnesses that you may potentially develop. You hear, you kind of touched on the point I was going to raise. Um, French would look at me crazy, but I kept, I was almost raising my hand like a kid in class. <laughs> like, but you touched on the point in that. I mean we all know the media they exaggerate a lot of issues but mm-hmm. one of the things that we're probably all aware of is the struggle the pressures on the NHS service yeah. and you hit the nail on the head when you said about prescription out the door out the prescription out the door yeah. we know that our doctors and nurses in this country are under a lot of pressure we know that there's there's um, there's a lot of boundaries with finances in the NHS and so on and so forth and I think um, because of that you get that rushed kind of yeah, feel absolutely. I, I don't go as I think I've mentioned in the previous podcast yeah. unless I'm here Unless someone's stuck a knife in me and I'm walking to the doctor with the knife in me or the mm. hospital, I'm not going. Yeah. yeah, yeah Literally. I'll have yeah. to pass out and someone have to drag me there. Yeah, I don't no, go. It's just, and it's and it's just because I'm one, I'm just one of the people that's like that. Like I just think if I can still walk, if I still talk, I will recover. I'm I right, trust actually. my body to recover. So yeah. It yeah. is but you're right for it. Now I'm gonna book an appointment tomorrow. No, it's <laughs> 
No, it's weird because like I know, like I've yeah. got I was getting a, I've got a book um a dentist appointment every three and sometimes seven six months. Mm-hmm. I know I was on a walk in the other day, but I thought I might as well just wait until I get home. Yeah. I'm gonna make a phone call. I'm gonna I'm gonna book a, a doctor's appointment. In that I know how to do a dentist one, in that I know how to book a checkup, but I don't have to do one necessarily the doctor. I'm gonna go in and say I'm just here for a checkup. I'm just saying, what are you here for? <laughs> we want proof. Yeah? We want proof you've got. Of course not problem, that's fine. <laughs> not no problem with that. Um, another one of uh, Dr. G's what is it uh, Daily Dozen yeah so another one is Berries uh, and you move on to my section now alright yeah so some of Dr. G's favourite berries are acai berries toot 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 bar berries blackberries <laughs> blueberries toot 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 cherries put the toot 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 concord grapes mm. cranberries goji berries etc okay um greens are the healthiest vegetables and berries are the healthiest fruits in part due to their respective plant pigments mm-hmm. colorful foods are often healthier because they contain antioxidant pigments mm-hmm. whether it's the beta carotene that makes carrot and sweet potatoes orange the lysopene antioxidant pigment that makes tomatoes red or the anthocyanin pigments that make blueberries blue the color, the colors are the antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Um, it also mentions tart cherries. When it mentions sweet research data back half a century suggests a tart cherry are so anti-inflammatory that they can be used to successfully treat a painful type of arthritis called gout. Um, since we're on berries, is there anything that you wanted to mention in regards to that your favorite topic? Just that. Um Generally, any generally speaking, I love the I love the flavor berries. And you know, at my place of work, someone made reference to the fact that berries are not a man's fruit. Yeah, and mm. it was a female that made reference to these. Mm. No, sorry, a man made reference to this to a female in my yeah. office that berries are not a man are not a man's fruit. Mm. I don't business. Uh, I will come in yeah, with I my think, blackberry, yeah, my I'll, mixed I'll berries fruit. Yeah. What did I bring today to the studio? Strawberries, yes or no? I don't lie to the people. I tell you, what, I just want to What's know. this? Strawberries, <laughs> I love berries, and I know, and I, I don't know why. I think I've done, I've stumbled across something for the book that they're good for anti, they're good antioxidant. Yeah. So I, I just, I'm big into my berries, man, and um, yeah. What about you, P? I love berries. Sweet. <laughs> Say no more. Other fruit. Rachel, Hanny. <laughs> <laughs> um, other fruits. Uh, some of Dr. G's favourite other fruits include apples, dried apricots, avocados, bananas, mangoes, plums, lychees, etc. On page 334, if you like drinking your fruit, blending is better than juicing to preserve nutrition. Juicing removes more than just fibre. Most of the polyphenol photonutrients in fruits and veg appear to be bound to the fibre and are only liberated for the absorption by the friendly flora in your gut. A group of Italian researchers found that citrulline supplementation at the level five at the level of five servings of red watermelon a day improved erection hardness in men with mild direct dysfunction, allowing for sixty eight percent increase in monthly intercourse frequency. Man them. Yellow watermelon has four times more citrulline though, so just about one wedge a day has the same effect. If this information is new to you, perhaps it's because the advertising budgets of drug companies like Fizzar, which are making billions of dollars each year from the sale of erectile dysfunction drugs, are about a thousand times that of the entire budget of the National Watermelon Promotion Board, which me, which makes me pose the question. Yeah. Do you think your current diet is swayed by food and drink companies or social awareness? Oh. All right, let me let me rewind you a bit because you you hit some nice facts there and mm. you hit something about erectile dysfunction. I'm yeah. gonna post something on our Instagram in the next few days because there's something in the book and I love I loved it about erectile dysfunction. So yeah. I'm just gonna put that out. Um, do I think social awareness or what was the other thing? Do you think your current diet is swayed by food and drink companies or social awareness? Okay, social awareness. It's not food and drinks companies. If you had asked me 15 years ago, mm. I would have said 100%. Yeah. But nah, not now. I couldn't give a toss about food and drinks companies yeah. in my diet. Um, it's definitely social awareness. Um, 
Fresh. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say it's more social awareness. I still, again, going back to food and drink companies having a monopoly on what we see day to day. But I think we're, I definitely think social media is playing a bigger part. We're becoming a lot more aware. Like people, like for ourselves, for example, like we post, we post a lot of um, facts from the book on our Instagram and you get a lot of people interacting. Plug at full underscore E underscore books. <laughs> you get a lot of people interacting with our posts. Um, random people saying how great the page is and, and liking it mm-hmm. because it's providing it's providing them with certain information <laughs> that they may not have been aware of. Do you know what I mean? So that is that social awareness where becoming more socially aware of what's healthier and what we should really be eating. Mm-hmm. So that for me is is definitely where we are in this state. What about you, Pete? You, you saying social awareness? Can you even talk about that? <laughs> I don't well, like, guys, for the record, <laughs> right? So cheat day, <laughs> cheat day. All right, Parker came into the studio with eight angel cake slices, yeah, and this is for like sharing amongst the, the podcast crew. <laughs> Can I, just, can I just no? Can I mention there's two left? Are you? What <laughs> liar? Five left. French moving on. <laughs> oh, maybe cut choke. Um, cruciferous <clears throat> vegetables. So you asked me a question. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, Pete. Go on. Um, he also came with a bottle of two liter water, which he's just opened. <laughs> All right, he's I not got, wrong there. Go on, go on, go on. Sorry, I, I had an answer for the question, but I forgot the question. Um, the question was, do you think uh, your diet is down to social awareness or food? I think it's definitely social, but what I was going to say is I think um, social media has got to be the like a, a huge nightmare, the biggest nightmare for any food and drink corporation. And now the little man or the little person has now um, found his or her voice and, yeah. and is now beginning to kind of um, exercise their voice as to spreading awareness and obviously spreading knowledge as to the benefits of eating healthy, but at the same time, some of the drawbacks there are from eating some of these, um, some of these foods. I'm gonna say, and for lack of a better term, um, from some of these um, big um, corporations. There are sales. I know I've mentioned. I've had a lot of French fries, not not of late, mm-hmm. but a few months ago, I was eating a lot of French fries and cheesy melts, to which obviously didn't really contribute well towards my diet, but. I think, yeah, social media plays a huge factor. Okay. So you'll go with social awareness? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 Y